So being a guy that works in television, I follow the trends in the industry more than the typical wrestling fan. And while some wrestling fans know that AEW has a TV deal with Warner Media, what they might not know is there was this big merger between Warner Media and Discovery recently. Does that mean AEW is now in trouble? We try to debate it next on the Squared Circle Psycho Battle. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, should AEW be worried about this merger being done between Warner Media and Discovery, knowing that a lot of these Warner Media top execs are now gone? So I am going to take my professional business experience and kind of try to apply this because from a television perspective, you're going to know way, way, way more than than I ever am. And everything I might say, you may just be like, nope, that's not true. It's not it's not going to happen, whatever. And I'm also going to try to use historical happenings to my benefit here. So as you point out in business, when you start changing executive, when you start shuffling the deck, depending on the situation, it should at the very least be a little concerning, um, especially because in this situation, I think the one guy that was very supportive of Tony Khan and AEW is now out. Is that right? That is correct. And he was okay. out when the, when the merger was first announced, but not finalized yet. He was one of the right. guys that was gone. That was uh, Kevin Riley. Well, especially with pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is very niche. You either get it or you don't. You're either a fan of it or you think it's like fake and stupid or whatever else. You know, you very rarely find somebody that's like, nothing's on TV, let me tune into pro wrestling. You look at other sports, you look at the NBA, you look at the NFL, you look at even MMA to a certain extent with the UFC. There's definitely a lot of money to be made in those through advertising because there's a bigger audience for all of those things. And that's the thing that be where it becomes difficult because if I'm somebody that works at TV and I see that now we're running a two-hour show on uh every wednesday or whatever night that this show is going to be on if i don't get pro wrestling and i tune into it and i'm just like okay uh what the hell am i watching why is that person bleeding Wh who's this guy mjf talking about jesus christ on a cross and stuff like that like i know people are like oh well that shouldn't matter but it does and it especially matters because now you have different executives and people who are in charge who could very easily just be like i don't agree with this or they could go to tony khan and they could say you had that guy swear you had this guy bleed this is the direction that the program is now going to go we want more wholesome content why do we think wwe is so different now comp in comparison to what they did to the adaptator publicly traded and they have more people that are now invested in their company meaning that there are more people that now have a say. If you have a TV executive that was very much supportive of a wrestling company and a certain style and allowing them to do whatever the hell they wanted to do, and then you have somebody come in who has a different standard, a different vision, all of those types of things. If your promotion and your company doesn't fit that standard and that vision, guess what? They either come to you and they say, change it, or they just say, all right, you guys are done. Now, do I think that's going to happen with AEW, I don't, but I can't say it's not going to happen. Happen with WCW. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people think AEW should be worried. It's going to happen all over again. History repeats itself. But here's why I think it's different. I don't think AEW really should worry about this because first and foremost, Time Warner owned WCW when this merger happened and they were just hemorrhaging money. They yes. had to get rid of WCW. Yes. Now, all it is, is literally just, they own the rights to air Dynamite and Rampage on ENT and TBS, whatever network they're on. And every three or four months, a pay-per-view on Bleacher Report. I do know that the main focus of what's being downsized in this merger from the research I've done is streaming. Discovery has Discovery Plus and Time Warner or Warner Media had HBO Max. 
they're going to condense that as to one streaming platform. And I think this is why Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor. This is his piece where he's like, listen, you might want to get rid of us, but we have 20 years of content here with a lot of our big names with Ring of Honor. And some of those WWE names that you see every week from Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, all have worked at Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor, all have gone through Ring of Honor at some point and you can watch their matches. Plus our big name guys like Brian Danielson, CM Punk, now Samoa Joe. You have that 20 years of content that now is leverage. NBC paid a billion dollars to get that over 40 years of content on Peacock. You're not paying a billion dollars for Ring of Honor's content. You're not paying a billion dollars to air Dynamite and Rampage on TNT and TBS. And their ratings, as people want to debate whether or not they're good or bad, in context, they are good. Total viewership is good in context. The key demo, whether it's 18 to 49, is good in context. So if I'm a TV executive and I just look objectively at the numbers for getting you know, my personal opinion on pro wrestling as long as they're bringing in money and it's not that much of an investment on it we'll keep it on until there's a show that's better that could take more money in in television there are three main things that are on basically on television now that draw ratings live sports live news and reality tv pro wrestling basically goes in all three of those unless you find something that blends those three areas outside of w uh, outside of pro wrestling why get rid of it would it be fair to at least worry that there could be somebody in there a new executive whoever is responsible for now running whatever they run somewhere that goes to tony khan and says look you, your guys said this on tv like what are you guys thinking you can't do that you can't have Wheeler Yuta bleeding profusely. These are all things that, as wrestling fans, we just accept. By, by no stretch of the imagination is it normal content to just see somebody thrown on thumbtacks. Now, does that happen in movies? Yes, but everybody knows that a, a movie is essentially stunts and, and stunt dummies. And but, stuff pro like but pro wrestling is stunts now, and I it, think more people are, more, are smart to that than they were it, 30, it is, 40 years ago. But, it, it, it is, and you, you bring up a good point, but at the same time, I think that the difference between with pro wrestling is they're trying to at least convince the audience that this is a real contest, and it's not some stunt dummy with a vest being thrown on those those tacks. Like, it's, it's Britt Baker. It's going to be interesting, because if an executive decides... We don't want the blood. We don't want the swearing. We don't want the thumbtacks. We don't want a Dan Lambert going out there and saying the things he says, the shock value. Well, what okay, are they going to so, do? Okay. So if you're one of those that says, okay, we don't want this. And in 2024, when the deal's done, they can't come to a new agreement. They won't accept terms of what they could put on their product. And AEW walks or they mutually part ways. Can you see a network take on AEW? I think, and I think a lot of people have brought this up and that's Paramount. Paramount is another one. They have Paramount Plus. Imagine if you put all the wrestling content on Paramount Plus. Now they have live streaming on Paramount Plus as well. So you have the live pay-per-views that can eventually be put on. The fact that AEW has a strong male audience, that helps in the favor of if they were to leave TNT and, and TBS, Paramount, which is a male leading audience, to pick them up and put them on. And I know recently we kind of talked about this with Ring of Honor. Where are you going to put Ring of Honor if it 
you know, does get a TV deal and people were saying Paramount, Paramount, Paramount. Let's not forget that Paramount made a distribution deal for WoW Wrestling. What makes you think they won't invest in AEW, especially when it's going to be at that bargain rate that WWE's offering? AEW right now is is doing a lot of good things. But AEW is special to a lot of fans because of the content that they're producing for what it is right now. If the network or somebody comes to them and says, you got to change this, and they decide, okay, look, this isn't for us in 2024, and they part ways, I have no doubt. I think AEW will be able to find a home very easily. This is not like, like you pointed out, WCW, who was losing money, ECW, who was losing money. They're, they seem to be very financially found with a lot of backing. I mean, and and you know, they're doing things like acquiring Ring of Honor. That doesn't happen by accident. So I I think they'll be able to find another home. I wouldn't necessarily be worried about them being dropped or anything like that. My biggest concern, at least in the immediate future, would be do they does anybody force their hand to change their program and their content? If because they don't agree with it. But if they're drawing good ratings, why change it? It's one of those that the wheel's not broken. Why fix it? I think a lot of people who don't work in television analyze TV ratings wrong. You know, they'll say, oh, now all of a sudden the demos are the thing. Yes, they are the thing. They were always the thing. It's just you're more able to access the demo ratings because they're given on a daily basis, which, by the way, are reported by a former executive of NBC. So the way, so if he's listing them by demo first and not total viewership, what makes you think other TV execs don't care about demos? Now, the thing that could bite them in the ass, what demo are they targeting? Tony kind of said that the Warner media people tell them 18 to 49, 18 to 49, 18 to 49. Well, what if discovery goes, no, we want 25 to 54. What if we want 13 to 17? What if we want more females? These are all things that can potentially cause AEW to lose that TV deal or not get renewed. I personally don't think that's happening because as long as you're bringing money in and enough money where it creates a profit to what you're investing in, which I don't think is much much compared to what NBC is giving WWE and what Fox is giving WWE, why get rid of it? Unless you feel like, okay, the Big Bang Theory could give us more money and they get more viewers than AEW Dynamite. So let's just go back to running reruns of Big Bang Theory because that's bingeable content. Another thing that people care about in today's media consumption. Uh, well, I think that kind of speaks to the point I was making originally. I, I think that there's a, wrestling is a niche fan base. It, it, it always has been, and, and there's been ups and downs and peaks and valleys, and this is a whole other conversation, but until there comes that next Steve Austin, Rock, Cena, Hogan, Flair... The guy that's going to bring the industry and put it on its back and just kind of bring the whole industry as a whole up. I don't think you're going to get fans that are just are people that are just going to be like, ah, let me tune into wrestling just to just to watch it. People tune into shows like uh, Big Bang Theory because they're they're invested in it, even though it's an older show or whatever the case may be. Walking Dead had had a very high viewership at one point, and now it's down to the point where it's pretty much run its course. Most shows do that. Pro wrestling is not sports. You know, I, I, as, as, as somebody who loves football, baseball, most sports, I'm going to tune into the Yankees, whether Derek Jeter is playing in, in his prime or whether he's retired and now you have Aaron Judge there because I love the Yankees and the brand of it. Stone Cold Steve Austin, he was my favorite wrestler growing up, but he's retired. 
or well, now he's officially retired, I would think. It's not like I'm just going to tune into AEW or WWE because it's AEW or WWE. Like you, they need people for me to invest into. And what I want isn't always the same as what everybody else wants. So you're going to get this up and down from the fan base as the years go on. So do you think because of that, an executive from Discovery is going to be like, where's your Austin? Where's your Rock? Where's your Undertaker? You don't have that? Oh, you're only drawing 175,000? Your your demo rating might be number two, but we want it number one? Yeah. Sorry, you're out. Do you think that could happen with Discovery? I, do, I don't think so. I, I only say I don't think so because there's other numbers that AEW could point to that show that they do have a legitimate, I think, loyal following, whether that's uh, the ticket sales. And, and I know it doesn't necessarily matter, but it shows ticket that at sales. least- they don't care about ticket sales because that does not help their bottom dollar. That doesn't help Discovery. That only helps AEW and the venue that they're having that show at. All they yeah. care about is how much advertising <laughs> dollars are you bringing me? Now, if they're in the top five in the key demographic, why wouldn't you invest advertising? Unless, of course, you know, like I said, if you're uh, someone that targets women, putting your ad on AEW Dynamite programming might not be the best fit, but a Harry's uh, razor blade, uh, Gillette, you know, Manscaped or Budweiser. Why wouldn't you invest in AEW Dynamite ad time, which might be relative, might be cheaper to air, but it's such a male targeted audience that you might be able to get more bang for your buck and they might be able to sell more advertising because of that. Again, you know much more about the way the TV industry works than I do. So if you're saying that that's all makes sense and AEW is in a good situation then i'll take you at your word for it yeah um, i think the one thing that AEW would be able to point to as like a rebuttal if it were ever if they were ever to say look you're not number one blah 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 you don't have a good following they could obviously point to all right well look at what the wwe has done look at where we are they've been successful for how long we're having success we are selling out certain stadiums we're 20 plus thousand uh, certain pay-per-view buys that hasn't happened in how long we've only just started and mm -hmm. hopefully they trend upwards and they continue to grow their audience. But that's the big thing. I think they may need another big star or the next big thing to grow their audience or do something differently, but I don't know. I think this is a great conversation to have, and I'm sure people in the comment section will definitely talk about it. If AEW should worry about it or not, let us know in the comments below. Don't forget to share us all over social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SCPB Podcast. Subscribe, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Square Circle Cycle Babble.